As you all know, there is an election next week. Yeah. But as I am leaving this week for Israel, I thought I'd better tell you who to vote for today, because I won't be here next Shabbat to tell you who to vote for. No, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. Don't worry. But at the end of the talk, I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. Because it's not like I don't have opinions like everybody else. So why shouldn't I tell you? Let's take a step back and first of all talk about one of the things, maybe the thing that most plagues our society. When I was a child and you asked in a poll, how would you feel about your child marrying someone of another race? Overwhelmingly, people said, I don't want that. If you ask them, how did you feel about your child marrying someone of another political party, they said, oh, that's fine. Today, if you ask, how do you feel about your child marrying someone of another race, overwhelmingly, people say, that's fine. If you say, how do you feel about your child marrying someone of another political party, they say, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not that. I can't think of a more striking illustration of the kinds of societal change that we have gone through than the fact that if somebody has different political opinions, I don't want them in the family. That's a real problem. And it is illustrated by this morning's Torah portion. Because what happens this morning in the Torah? Abraham and Lot are in this land, and their staff is fighting. That is, the shepherds, the people who work for Abraham and who work for Lot. So what does Abraham say to Lot? Okay, look, you go this way, I'll go that way, you go that way, I'll go this way. Which, by the way, just as an aside, says something remarkable about the character of Abraham. Because Abraham here is the senior partner, right? He's the uncle. Lot is the nephew. He's the one who brought Lot to the land. He's richer than Lot. And yet he says to Lot, if you want to go north, I'll go south. If you want to go south, I'll go north. In other words, I will divide the corporation up any way you want. And so, of course, Lot goes off to Sodom, which doesn't work out so well, but we'll save that. You recognize, though, that Abraham is creating a piece of distance. And one of the ways that you create peace is by separation. But inside a society, to create peace by separation is not good. It is not good if you have only reds living in red states and only blues living in blue states. We remember the last time that we had that kind of division. It was in the 1860s, and it did not go well. Instead, what you want is a peace that acknowledges, recognizes, and honors difference in people who live next door, in people who are in your own family. 
And again, we have that in what we just read, but not what we read in the Torah portion, what we read in the Kaddish. The last line, which is familiar to almost all of you, is Oseh Shalom Bimramav Huya Oseh Shalom Aleinu Bialkol Yisrael Vimru Amen. But like most things that we say all the time, we don't think about it that much. It says, may God who makes peace in the heavens grant peace to us and Israel. One of our rabbis, the Pardes Yosef though, he thought about it and he said, what kind of peace does God have to make up in the sky? The stars don't fight with each other. But his answer was actually, if stars get too close or they collide, they burn each other up and they destroy. So the kind of peace that God has to make up in the heavens is peace of separation. But down below, Aleinu v'alkol Yisrael, you have to make the peace of closeness. And that comes to why I'm not going to tell you what candidate to endorse. Because I know and you know right here, now, in 2004, whoever runs, in 2006, in 2010, there will be people sitting in this sanctuary who will vote differently from one another. But when you were singing Lador Vador, I didn't know who would vote for whom. It didn't matter who would vote for whom. And so I'm going to tell you the most important biblical passage for our age. It's not actually in the Torah. It's in the book of Joshua, which is in the Tanakh. It's in the Bible. It's just not in the five books. In the fifth chapter of Joshua, this is what happens. They're at war in Israel, and Joshua sees a man standing in front of him with a sword in his hand. So what does Joshua say to him? Are you with us or with our enemies? Because after all, the guy has a sword. It's useful to know. And this is what he says. No. I'm a captain of the Lord's host. In other words, he's an angel. But he doesn't say, I'm not with you or with the enemies. He just says, no. You're thinking in the wrong categories. God does not have a side except the side of peace. God isn't a Republican and God isn't a Democrat. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't still have values and that Judaism doesn't still have values. But as soon as you transmit all goodness and all rightness and all virtue to one side or to the other side, that's very close to idolatry. As soon as one side has ruined everything and the other side is all good, then you're having God choose sides. You're assuming, by the way, that God thinks just like you do. And although I don't know how God thinks, the one thing I do know is it's not exactly like me. Or, sorry, like you. In other words, we have to recognize that there are things that are bigger and values that are greater. Like peace, like kindness, like goodness, like understanding that other people 
will see the world differently than you, and that doesn't make them evil. There are very, very, very few purely evil phenomena in history. One of the reasons every argument sooner or later comes down to the Nazis is because they were the one like purely evil phenomenon. So if you call the other person a Nazi, you get to say you're completely bad. But I want you to know as I look around the world, I don't see any government that begins to come close to anything like the Nazis. And if you disagree with me, all I can say is you need to learn more about the Nazis. So please, however the person next to you is going to vote, understand they had different parents. Let's, you're sitting next to your sibling. <laughs> they grew up in a different home with different ideas in a different place, have different influences. Maybe they see something you don't as you see something they don't. Don't be a totalitarian in your mind. Don't think everything you think must be right. Give space and a certain humility to learn from others. Just remember the angel. No. God isn't on your side or on the enemy's side. God is greater than both. And that's why whatever political party you are, we still come here, we sing together, we pray together, and we understand that future generations will understand things we don't, as we see things that earlier generations didn't, bit by bit by bit. May God, who makes peace in the heavens, teach us in our country, in our time, to make a different sort of peace, a better sort of peace, one filled with understanding, with kindness, and with love. Shabbat Shalom.